I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. The first half of the show, we talked about autoimmune diseases, what they are, what some of the common ones are. Now I want to talk about what do you want to do to beat an autoimmune disease? What are the things that you can do to take care of yourself? Now, many experts believe that if you have an autoimmune condition, you most certainly have an infection as well. Now, this is kind of interesting. When I went to school, this wasn't something that was even taught. But there's a growing scientific evidence that indicates that chronic infections from bacteria, viruses, and parasites, and fungus are a big contributing factor to the development and exacerbation of autoimmune diseases. So again, if you have an autoimmune disease, we talked about Graves' disease, that's an easy one. We remove the thyroid, it's not done. You've got to keep yourself healthy. So whether the infection precedes your autoimmune diagnosis or autoimmunity opens the doors to infections, any infection can make a bad situation worse. Stressing an already overworked immune system and exacerbating or perpetuating autoimmune conditions is something we have to think about. The autoimmune system acts like, our, like armed forces. It's like our, our, our soldiers. They protect us from harmful invaders. Uh, when it functions properly, we are resilient against infections like the common cold or even things like Lyme disease. But a lot of lifestyle, modern lifestyle factors come into play now that are weakening our body's ability to fight off the bad guys. A diet that's high in sugar or refined grains, poor sleep, uh, not moving around a lot, excessive stress, environmental toxins. We've done so many shows on this. And if you have a topic, by the way, and you want to know more about it, go to our website, drjoe.com. That's drjoe.com. Type in the search bar what you're looking for and hit enter. Many times we have articles, we have supplements, we have shows that we've done, TV and radio shows, audio, visual, and you can just listen to those shows. Then if you have more questions, you can send me the questions through the website, and I'm more than happy to answer them for you. So the things that we're burdening our immune system with, the toxins, the foods, the environmental uh, stresses, make us more prone to immune dysfunction and autoimmunity. Now, it won't come as a surprise to you that a malfunctioning immune system is fertile ground for infections. Again, the immune system fights off the bad guys. You may have noticed that a particularly stressful time can be a perfect opportunity for a new infection to take up residence. Winter time, when do we get sick? In the winter, we call it a cold. We don't call it a warm, we call it a cold. So a common cold uh, or a sneaky dormant infection can pop up. One of the reasons we get sick in the winter is because we're not getting enough sunlight. When sunlight hits our skin, it interacts with cholesterol and creates vitamin D. And we talked about vitamin D before. I'm going to stress this again. In the winter, we can't get enough. Even if we're out in the sun every day, the angle of the UVB rays on, on the skin is not the right angle that we can create a vitamin D with. And so now our immune system becomes weaker. And there's a lot of studies out there showing the further you are away from the equator, the higher the risk of flu and colds. And so it's really important, unless you're on the equator, to make sure your vitamin D levels are normal. Very inexpensive test to do, very inexpensive supplement to take. So keep that immune system strong. Epstein-Barr virus. This is the culprit responsible for mononucleosis. To reactivate and wreak havoc on your body, 
just has to have a weakened immune system. And once your immune system mounts a reaction to an infection, it produces a huge amount of inflammation. Remember, we talked about inflammation earlier. That creates a prime environment for autoimmune conditions to emerge or worsen. So if you have an infection and the immune system kicks in, it creates a lot of uh, inflammation, and that can actually make the problem, the immune, autoimmune condition, worse. Now, women are more, more vulnerable to the consequences of infections than men. Women's bodies mount a faster and stronger immune system attack to clear out infections, which is good, but the resulting inflammation that floods their systems increases the risk of autoimmune troubles. And so beyond gender, other factors weaken immunity, and in combination with increased risk of infections and autoimmune conditions to predisposed people, now we have more issues. So let's talk about some of the issues we have to go over that we really want to limit. Number one is inflammation. Cover this a thousand times. Source of inflammation include environmental toxins, your bad diet, nutrient deficiencies. That's why I say, folks, I'm begging you, please, if you do nothing else, at least take a quality supplement. I take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source as a multivitamin, fruits and vegetables. Uh, there's a lot of nutrients in there you're not going to get anywhere else. I couldn't imagine a day going by without that. So nutritional deficiencies is a big reason why our immune system don't work properly. Poor sleep, lack of exercise, chronic stress. How many people have chronic stress? A lot of you do. I do. But I know the two things I can control, we talked about this earlier, is the physical stress and the chemical stress. Physical stress, if I have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, chiropractic, most effective, least expensive treatment for pain. So absolutely positively consider chiropractic care as part of your treatment plan. Chemical stress, stop eating the bad foods. A lot of the stress you're creating, you're creating. If you're eating seven deadly sins, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, you're blowing out your immune system. Stop it, especially in the winter, please. We've done shows on immunity. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, type in cold and flu, you can listen to shows on how to keep the immune system strong there as well. So the chemical and the physical stress are usually easy to manage. The emotional stress is a lot easier to manage when you handle the other two. And then, of course, infections are something that can also weaken the immune system. Insulin resistance. What is insulin resistance? People who are insulin resistant, pre-diabetic and diabetic, are more prone to infections. You eat too much sugar, the body releases insulin, the cells can't allow insulin to let any more sugar into the cells because too much sugar would gunk up the cells. And so they become resistant to allowing insulin to let, open, let them open up and let sugar in. So the cells become insulin resistant. Type 2 diabetes. Type 3 diabetes, we covered this the other day on a show we did in diabetes, is when the brain isn't utilizing glucose. When the brain becomes insulin resistant, we call that type 3 diabetes. And now, there's even a type 5 diabetes. Type 5 diabetes is when you're normal your whole life, right around 60, 70 years old, you become diabetic. Don't know what causes it. We believe now that it's just eating too much sugar in your lifetime. So that piece of cake you want today can have long-term effects on you. It's no big deal, I don't care. You should care because we don't know what the future holds and chances are it's gonna cause some problems. Other things that affect the immune system, imbalanced hormones, hormonal events like puberty, pregnancy, perimenopause, menopause, thyroid dysfunction, uh, estrogen dominance, big problem in America, insulin resistance, they contribute to set up uh, issues for autoimmune diseases. Hypometabolism, slowing down your metabolism, aging, underactive thyroid, Heavy metal toxicity. We need to do a show on this. Sierra, remind me, I gotta do a show on heavy metal toxicity. That's an important topic. I don't think we've covered enough. That can cause the slowdown of metabolism, which weakens your immune system. 
It lowers your core temperature and it makes you more vulnerable to other types of infections. And again, heavy metal toxicity, where, where, where might we get heavy metal toxicity? How about metal fillings in your teeth? They release low levels of mercury. Fish, a lot of fish now have high levels of mercury. In fact, in California, there's even warning signs on cans of tuna. If you're pregnant, don't eat too much of this because of the mercury levels. Your body needs zero mercury in a lifetime, zero. And if you're getting it from, it's everywhere. It's, it, it's in fish, it's in uh, amalgam fillings, it's in vaccines, car exhaust. These heavy metals can get into the body and that can weaken the immune system. Now, it may be tempting to think that eliminating infection is gonna resolve your autoimmune condition. However, attacking the infection alone does not address the underlying reasons why your immune system is unable to fend off the infection in the first place. Again, treating the symptom, which is the infection, is great, but then we want to get to the cause. And as a chiropractor, my job is always get to the cause of your problem, not just treat the symptoms. If I have pain, absolutely. If I have pain, I've got a CBD cream that I love. I put the CBD cream on my pain, and it works wonders to control and manage the pain within minutes in many cases. However, it doesn't treat the cause of the pain. Then I go see my doctors and I'll say, hey, listen, check me out from head to toe, find out why I have pain. Well, Joe, your neck is out of place, your shoulder's uh, out of place, your, your clavicle's misaligned, your low back's uh, misaligned. Let's adjust those bones and put them back in place. And that's what my team of doctors do. I'm spoiled. I have access to my doctors all day, every day. I want you to have that, uh, that ability as well. I want you to be spoiled well. And what I, want you to mean, what I mean is I want you to be spoiled about getting healthy. When you know what to do and something happens, it's going to happen. I know what to do. I'm just going to call Dr. Joe and his team. I'm going to get it fixed, and I'm on my way. Many cases, it's that easy. Not always, but in many. So we're talking about uh, autoimmune conditions. Revving up your metabolism and embracing healthy lifestyle practices will strengthen your natural defenses and allow an overtaxed immune system to rest and recharge. That's what I want you to understand with an autoimmune disease. You've got to let the immune system rest and kind of reboot itself. People with autoimmune conditions typically suffer from sluggish metabolism, a depleted energy state called hypometabolism. It's like your body's energy produ producing mitochondria. These are little parts of the cells that make energy. And the thyroid, that's kind of like the gas pedal to get everything revving, uh, are they've both gone on strike. You feel tired, you're cold, you seem unable to lose weight. Being in a hypometabolic state not only decreases your vitality, it decreases the robustness of your immune system. So now you're caught in a trap. Remember, Elvis Presley sang about that. If you think your metabolism needs a boost, try these strategies. So here we're gonna go over things that I want you to do. Whether you have an autoimmune condition or not, these are the things that I do to keep myself healthy. How about the first one? Breathe. I'm guilty of this. There are many times I don't breathe properly. So breathe deeply, slowly and intentionally, several times per day. And I do this when I'm driving, because it's the one time I know that I, I, I'm trapped. I gotta, I gotta do it. Conscious breathing is one of the easiest and most uh, deceptively simple ways to raise your metabolism and relax at the same time. So yeah, why don't you give it a try? Take 10 conscious breaths with a one, four, two ratio. For example, inhale for four seconds, hold it for 16 seconds, and exhale for eight. Do three rounds of that a few times a day. So again, you don't have to do it exactly, but inhale, hold it for about three times as long, and then exhale. And when you do this, you'll be amazed how much better you're gonna to start to feel. Sometimes when I'm stressed out, how many, how many people have had like uh, somebody cut you off and you're thinking, how does this person ever get a license? This person should not be able to vote or reproduce because they can't be that stupid. What you need to do is breathe. Just breathe, it's all like that, just breathe. 
Just breathe, and that'll help your metabolism as well as your immune system. Practice intermittent fasting. If you've listened to my shows in the past, I'm a huge fan of intermittent fasting. I fasted last night, as a matter of fact. Studies confirm that going without food periodically has numerous health benefits, like improving insulin sensitivity, boosting metabolism, and increasing energy levels. What I do for intermittent fasting is I give up dinner. So give this a try. It's really easy to do. Allow 15 hours between dinner and breakfast. That means zero calories a few times a week. So again, if you eat at 7 o'clock at night, you wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning, that's 12 hours already. So it's not hard to do this. We just got to stretch it out to about 15 hours a day. So what I do I might, when I intermittent fast is I'll have lunch like I usually do. And then as the day wears on and I have patients and radio shows and whatever I have to do, I realize, okay, I have no plans for tonight. I'm going to intermittent fast. So every time I have no plans, I skip dinner. And there's many studies showing now that the best way to lose weight is to intermittent fast, one of the best ways. And skipping dinner is better than skipping breakfast. Now, if you skip breakfast, that's great. Skipping dinner is just a little better. But when you're sick, you know, the old, was it starve a cold, feed a fever, whatever it is, starve them both. Because the number one consumer of energy we have is romance, and the number two consumer of energy is digestion. So if we got to get our energy levels up to fight off an infection, is we want to cut back on our body's need to digest. So skipping a meal, awesome. Okay? Exercise. First of all, resistance training with heavy weights produces active muscle tissue, which is more metabolically active than fat. So again, more muscle burns fat is what it, what's going to do, burns more calories. Helping you burn more calories even at rest. Secondarily, high-intensity interval training, and high-intensity interval training, uh, resistance training, is fast circuits and whatever you're doing. Walk real fast for 20 seconds, slow down for 10. Walk real fast for 20, slow down for 10. Uh, so that's called high-intensity high, high interval training. Now, if you're at a gym, you can do it with weights, 10 minutes fast, 20 minutes slow, or uh, I'm sorry, 20, minutes, uh, 20 seconds fast, 10, minutes, 10 seconds slow. Just, you gotta put a burst of energy into the muscle. Uh, moderate cardio uh, exercise is great. In a fasted state, it's best to work out without eating. Because again, digestion takes up a lot of energy, and if you're doing exercise, that energy is going to be utilized for exercise and not for digestion. So first thing in the morning, it's been shown to offer superior metabolic effects after, than exercising after eating. You want to skip, if, you, if you're going to work out in the morning, don't have breakfast, work out. After working out, no sugar for two hours, because any type of sugar is going to slow down your human growth hormone. And human growth horn, hormone is the, the hormone that we need to build muscle. As we get older, our human growth hormone drops. So if you work out on a fasted stomach, a fasted uh, digestive system, you're going to have better results. And then no sugar for two, two hours after. You could have a protein or a fat, but no sugar. Again, it's not the show for this. So give this a try. Do a 12-minute uh, high-intensity interval training program. 20 seconds of all-out effort, no matter what it is. Sprinting, high-stepping, jumping jacks. Rest for 10 seconds. Repeat that eight times. You're done. Can't make it any easier for you, folks. Take cold showers can help boost your metabolism. Like fasting, cold water immersion uh, it has a, a, an effect, meaning it has a, a, a bit of a stress with a beneficial effect. Not only does cold water force your body to work harder to warm you up, thereby burning more calories, it also activates healthy brown fat that helps eliminate harmful white fat. That's the adipose tissue we want to get rid of. So again, real simple. You can try this. I don't like this. I've done it. I'm not a fan, though. 20 seconds of hot shower, 20 seconds of cold shower for a few minutes every day. I've tried it, not a big fan, but it's another thing you can do. Let's talk about how to unburden your immune system. Your immune system is the most powerful curative system there is when it's working properly. A well-functioning immune system is balanced, 
and, and, and resilient, fending off infections as needed, not overacting to things like food and harmless environmental factors like pollen or attacking your own body uh, in an autoimmune response. The good news is that your body has an innate regenerative ability and your immune system can be nudged a little bit toward balancing in just a few days or weeks. It's not hard to reset the immune system simply by removing the sources of inflammation and adapting nourishing, healthy lifestyles. So number one, remove processed foods, the sugar, the breads, the cookies, the cakes, the donuts, the pastas. Microbes love sugar. Your immune system does not love sugar. Studies have shown that sugar in all forms, glucose, fructose, sucrose, galactose, suppresses the immune function for up to five hours after eating it. So if you're sick, if you have a cold or flu, an autoimmune disease, and you have a piece of cake, for five hours your immune system's gonna be blown out. Have a, a can of soda, blow out your immune system. Stop that. It may, may, I want you to make yourself inhospitable to infectious microbes and improve your immune system. Stop feeding the bad guys, the microbes. Add immune-enhancing foods. A wide body of science uh, shows that things like garlic and ginger offer powerful anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial properties, even against drug-resistant bacteria. We have these new things, these superbugs out there. And what's interesting is the medical profession, is we can't produce antibiotics fast enough to keep up with the superbugs. They keep mutating faster than we can keep up with them. So a lot of researchers now are saying, well, what, what have these uh, bugs never been exposed to? Garlic, oregano. We have something on our website. It's Dr. Joe's Seasonal Tonic. And it's something I've created. It's ginger, horseradish, cayenne, pepper, onion, and garlic. And I puree that in an apple cider vinegar and put it in a dropper form. Now, it tastes the way it sounds. It's pretty strong stuff. But whenever I feel an infection coming on, I take Dr. Joe's uh, seasonal tonic. I take about three or four dropperfuls of it. And the following half hour, I take Dr. Joe's wellness booster, which is echinacea, powdiarco, and olive leaf extract, which stimulates white blood cell production. Every half hour, I switch back and forth. Where a cold would normally last six days for most people, if I have a cold, it lasts about one or two days. Works pretty well. And then I make sure the vitamin D levels are up there too. Now again, I'm not saying take this instead of a drug. I'm saying this is what I do to keep myself healthy. Coconut oil has been shown to control uh, fungal pathogens like uh, candida albicans. Curcumin, that's a yellow pigment found in turmeric. It's been shown to modulate the immune system and improve autoimmune conditions. And finally, fermented foods. Things like sauerkraut and kimchi have antimicrobial and immune-enhancing effects. Now, if you're going to do a fermented food, and I'm a huge fan of fermented foods, uh, kimchi, sauerkraut, uh, uh, kombucha, make sure you make it yourself. Because if you buy it commercially, it's all been pasteurized. When we pasteurize it, we kill off the good bacteria. So you can make it yourself. It's real simple to do. Again, people that live in, in, in third world countries will make things like kimchi. So it can't be hard to make, right? Very easy to make, tasty as heck, and really, really good for you. And then you can add some garlic to it, and garlic is wonderful as well. My grandmother, who died somewhere around 98 years old, we're not sure because she doesn't know when she was born, when she passed away, we thought, how did she make it? Ten kids she had, never went to a doctor a day in her life until her final days on earth. And how did she stay so healthy? Had garlic every single day. She stunk. I'll be honest with you. I remember kissing Grandma Esposito, and she had some bad breath on her. But let me tell you, she was one of the healthiest women around. She was overweight. She had arthritis. But she did well for what, what she had to deal with. She had just garlic every day. Now, supplement strategy. There's 148, more than 148 studies showing that something as simple as vitamin C can alleviate or prevent infections caused by viruses, uh, caused by bacteria, caused by protozoa. 
Now, a plant-based diet is going to help because it's going to make sure you're getting enough vitamin C. Where do we get vitamin C from? Plants. Dr. Joe's Supergreens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, great sources of vitamin C. So you want to make sure you're getting pure vitamin C, not ascorbic acid. I'm not a fan of ascorbic acid because it's only one-eighth of the vitamin C molecule. Vitamin D, I don't know how many times I've got to go over this. Vitamin D has been shown to modulate the immune system and protect against autoimmune conditions. Low levels of vitamin D are associated with increased infection and autoimmune disorders. Get your vitamin D levels tested and aim for levels about 70 to 100 nanograms per milliliter. That's just how we measure it. Um, to heal and also help prevent autoimmune conditions. I take 5,000 international units a day. You can take up to 10,000 a day, no problem. If I have an infection coming on, I'll take 50,000 international units for three days. Then I'll go back to my 5,000 dose again. But can you overdose on vitamin D? Yeah. Do you have to take an awful lot? Yeah, it wouldn't be natural to overdose on it. You have to take an awful lot of it. So vitamin D is most beneficial when taken the same day as vitamin K2. And that's why Dr. Joe's vitamin D3 has vitamin K2 in it. And that can help get calcium into the right places, like your bones, and not into the wrong places, like your arteries. So vitamin K2 is really important. And that's why I mix it with my D3. It's already there for you. Zinc. Zinc is an essential element that supports the immune function and infection resistance. Zinc will bind to things like the rhinovirus, common cold, and prevent it from replicating. So correcting zinc deficiencies may improve symptoms of autoimmune diseases and other diseases. Where do we get zinc from? How about nuts and seeds and legumes? They're very high in zinc. It goes back to what I've been teaching you all these years. A diet made of mostly fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds is going to be the best diet for you. Because, yeah, we might need zinc, we might need selenium, we might need vitamin D, we might need uh, vitamin C. It's all there, folks. It's all there in a good diet. As a plant-based, I eat a plant-based diet. I've been vegan for 34 years now. I take a vitamin D supplement. I take an omega-3 supplement. I have Dr. Joe's omega-3s. They're on, they're on the website because you need those to keep the, keep the uh, inflammation down. And a, a B12. And I take Dr. Joe's B-complex. And it's also all found in the essential source. Those are the three supplements I take. That's it. I mean, I take other supplements too, but those are all you really need if you're eating a good plant-based diet. Now, probiotics have been found to be beneficial in modulating the effect of the immune system. You can add Dr. Joe's probiotic supplement to your, to your supplement regimen, which I do every day too. So I take an adrenal support along with that as well, but I take supplements every day. And I run circles around my staff who are less than half my age. My boss the other day, is funny, right here at the station, he thought I was, what was it, 16 or 17 years younger than I am. I said, Drew, you're a good man. I like you. So it does help. People say, what's your secret, Dr. Joe? The secret is just take care of yourself. Have a normally functioning nervous system. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, fix it. If you have a bad diet, fix it. If you're not taking supplements, fix it. Have digestive problems, fix it. It's not hard to get these things going, folks. I promise you. If there was a better way to do this, if there was a better form of preventative health care out there, I would be doing it. Stem cells, a big fan of stem cells. Protein-rich plasma, big fan of that as well. If there's other things, I would be doing it. I want to keep myself as healthy as I can. That's why I'm sharing with you what I do every day. So we're talking today about autoimmune conditions. Make sure you get enough sleep. Fewer than six hours of sleep can suppress your immune system. Turns on an inflammatory genes and increases your risk of obesity, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease. The immune system functions best when you get enough sleep. Seven, eight hours a day is perfect. If you have chronic health conditions, maybe a little more than that. But if you have pain, that's where chiropractic comes in. We can put the bones back in place so you can get that sleep. Stay active. Stay moving. Sitting is the new smoking. I did a show on that not long ago. 
Science is backing up uh, regards to sedentary lifestyles. A review of 18 different studies found that those who sat for the longest period of time were twice as likely to have diabetes and heart disease and had a greater risk of death compared to those who sat the least. So do simple things. I mean, I stand up when I do my radio and television shows. Why? It's a form of exercise for me. Park far away and walk. If you work in a business, uh, go to the bathroom that's furthest away from your desk. Find ways to stay in motion. You don't have to put on your, uh, your aerobic outfit and get physical with Olivia Newton-John. You just have to get out there and move. Minimize your stress. Chronic stress has a negative effect on the body. We talked about the chemical, the physical, and the emotional stress. That's where we come in. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, folks, get chiropractic care. It's the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. It'd be silly not to do it. Now, if you need medication, that's great. We have a CBD cream I use that I use for my pain control. If I use that, that's great. But always get to the cause of the problem, not just treat the symptoms. Make sure you're eating a good diet, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. If you don't know what to eat, go to our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Type in, so what can I eat? We have a whole uh, a presentation we did on breakfast, lunches, and dinners. I've written books on it, Eating Right for the Health of It, Prescription for Extreme Health. Those are on the website. At least take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source, the minimum supplements you should be taking every day. In the winter, take your vitamin D3. Uh, I take adrenal support for my hormone levels and my energy levels. All those are on the website, drjoe.com. If fatigue is an issue, nitric oxide might help as well, give you lots of energy. But if you're ready to get well, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, we're in the Atlanta area. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Do it right on our website, drjoe.com. We want to naturally get you well and keep you well. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.